Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 149 of Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... And I am your LTTstore.com host, Olive. What? No, I just got a... I got my... I got a brand new water bottle. It's huge. So it's Linus Tech Tips. Ah. And it's really nice, and I like it. I like it a lot. It holds a lot of water and ice and, you know, liquids. Why don't we have ARH water bottles? Because we're not a multi-million dollar conglomerate of media. What have you been up to? What's new? I've been up to a lot, actually. I got promoted at work. Congrats. Yeah, now I'm an assistant manager, and that means I get to actually pull some weight and make things make things suck less, you know? More work, same amount of pay? No, I got a, wow. a pay raise. Look yeah. at you. More work, more pay, more tired all the time. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's going really well. And already some of my changes have gone into effect. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty vindicated. Cool. Also, another cool thing. Um... Actually, you go first. No, you go. You're already on a roll. So, my computer broke recently, Mm -hmm. and that super sucked. But it has fixed, and we're now still able to record. So, that's great. But as I was kind of rebuilding things, I kind of started with a whole fresh install of Windows. I didn't have any... um, system images backed up so but i have all my data so that's fine um but since i had was starting fresh i was like you know what i'm gonna choose a new web browser and try it out so right now i'm not using chrome as i used to use pretty religiously for like the past uh, i don't know like 10 years um now i'm using a gamer browser are you interested are you using Steam? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's not Steam. Uh, it's called Opera GX, and okay. it is a a gamer focused browser uh, that's like a separate uh, fork of Opera, which is um, I'm pretty sure made by the same company that does Java. Um, but it's really cool. It has like a CPU and RAM limiter, and like you can kill tabs that are over that are like sucking your system resources. It's really cool. I could send like a little screenshot thing. And it's really cool. And you can, there's like a little side panel that has like Messenger and Instagram and Twitter and Discord and stuff. So you could just like, while you're browsing a page, you can just like pull that little sidebar up and like do your thing and then go back to what you were doing. I especially like the YouTube plugin. So like while I'm browsing, I could just like go over and like change whatever YouTube is going on. And it's really, really cool. Also, you could like pop out your Netflix videos. It's, there's a lot of really cool features, and it uses, like, like a, a fourth of the RAM that Chrome does, so my computer's feeling real snappy. Cool. I'm just really, I'm really liking it, and there's, like, a good amount of customization. I'm just really pleased with it, and I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Let's give, give Google less of your life, why don't you? Yeah, I've been telling you that for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, that's only just because it became inconvenient. My my relationship with Google hinges on its convenience. Isn't isn't Opera what was on the Wii? 
Mm, I don't know. It, I remember, it might have been. I remember signing into the Wii's online so I could tweet. Just so I could be like, I'm tweeting from my Wii. And then I never went on it again. Um, it was on the Nintendo DS. But not the Wii? Uh, let me check. Because I remember oh, calling wait, it Oprah. It was, yeah. The the Opera Software Company announced its plans to develop a web browser for the Wii in 2006. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, they did. It was Opera-based. It was based on Opera 9. What are we on now? I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's fast, it's light, and it has features that I think are pretty cool, so... That's what I'm excited about, actually. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this past weekend, I flew home to surprise my mom. How'd it go? It was, it was, you can't rent a car in this country right now. Oh, no. No. Uh, so I didn't tell her that I was coming home. I had this plan, I had this trip planned for a little while. So I fly, and I took a late flight. I left here. Mm-hmm. At six like, in the evening. Like a red eye? Not a red eye. I left here at six in the evening and I got in Pennsylvania at 11 something, 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So like I jump through time and whatnot because I'm on a two hour time difference because I'm in mountain time. Yes. And um, I get off the plane and I'm talking to a guy. I'm like, hey, man, how do I rent a car? And he's like, oh, there's a place like right around the corner. I was like, hey, I don't want to seem weird, but I'm going to follow you. He's like, okay. So I followed him to the car rental place, and I'm waiting in line for like 30 minutes. And at this point, it's like one in the morning, one and a half, almost two. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey. I get to the counter. I'm like, hey, man, I just need to rent a car. He's like, well, we're we're sold. He's like, we sold all the cars that uh, we had, and I can't just rent you one from here. Yeah. So – Mind you, I live an hour and 40-something minutes from from, from the, the airport. airport. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I can't I can't just rent you one. If you download the app, you can see if maybe you can get one on the app. And he's like, then just jump back to me in line and I'll, and I'll hook you up. I'm like, all right, dude. There was a woman in there who was an awful human being, just an awful – just being loud. And she's like, I don't understand why there's not more people working here. I'm like, bitch, it's fucking 1 a.m. in Philadelphia yeah. – in a fucking Avis. Shut up. In like, a pandemic. Yeah. And I was like, we've we've both made some awful life choices if we're in an if we're in Philadelphia at 1 a.m. wide awake. A po- Philadelphia, as I like to call it, is a poor man's Brooklyn. And <laughs> I I get the app and I was like, all right, cheapest car, 200 bucks or 200 and something, almost $300. All right, what am I going to do? Because I still have my old house key. So I was just right, going to walk yeah. in the house like I own the place. I was just going to find a, somewhere to sleep and then hope I didn't get shot when my mom saw me thinking that I was some strange man in her house. And I go on there and I start filling out everything and it's like – 600 and something dollars to rent a car for like two days. What the hell? Yeah. And I went, fuck that. I was like, I'm not paying that much money to rent a car for two days. And then they, then it was like, and then it was like, it's like the mileage on the car that you got that you weren't charged for 
would have like gotten me almost home. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would have gotten me almost there, and then I would have been paying yeah. for the mileage. Oh, that's so stupid. So then I would have, so I would have got like my ride home almost for free. If I did any driving around, I would have had to pay for that. And then my drive back to the airport. So it's like 1 a.m. and I call my mom and she's sleeping, of course, because it's 1.30, almost 2. And she's like, what do you want? <laughs> and, and she's like, what's up? What's going on? And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I know you're probably asleep. I didn't, I'm sorry to wake you. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. What's going on? I was like, Hey, I messed up. She's like, what? And I was like, I, I, I need you to come get me. And she goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause she's thinking I'm, um, friggin' two time zones and yeah, 11 states away. She's like, oh, all right. I was like, I- I'm in Philly. I'm at the airport. I need you to come get me. And she's like, all right, let me get dressed. I'm like, okay, put your camera on quick. And she's like, okay. So we start FaceTiming each other. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm here on the East Coast. And she's like, oh, oh, you're here. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Hold on. So she like got all ready and I'm walking around the airport. She comes and gets me. It's like two, almost three o'clock. I'm starting to feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. She picks me up. Then we had to go all – I spent like $8 in the in the, the airport on snacks because I hadn't eaten anything that day. And you I just needed ex- something. I, yeah. And it was like a bag of chips, something else, like a bag of candy I think I got and a drink was like $8. Get the f*** out. I hate, I hate how, much, uh, how much more expensive an airport is. But um, she comes and gets me. We drive back. We actually stop by uh, this place where I used to work nights to see if the people that I used to work with were there. Stopped in, was shooting the shit for them for an hour and a half. And then oh by the time gosh. I got, yeah, by the time I got home, it was like six. By the time I got home, it was six. In the AM. In the AM. And I, I was pretty much up for like 20 something hours at that point. Like I was, I was near an, a, a fat 24. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I walk in the house and my f- cats wanted nothing to do with me. Like, hey, thank you for leaving. I was heartbroken. Oh my god. I walked in the door and I didn't say anything. I didn't even I didn't even say anything so they wouldn't hear me. But I walk in and I see Pig, who I think Pig's actually technically been on the show before. I think it's Mm -hmm. episode fifty two when we brought the cameras in. Pig is walking towards his food bowl and he turns around and stops and looks at me and starts meowing at me. And then he walks up to me and I went to go pet him and then he went back to his food. He wouldn't let me hold him. He wouldn't let me pet him. Eat eat shit, man. You left. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I was like, are these cats really holding a grudge against me? Yeah, they are. I I could. Well, I I was – dude, it was great. We were there. I made dinner for Mother's Day. Uh, we didn't do anything. We watched some movies. It was great. It was everything I ever wanted. It was That's nice and so cold. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Then I flew back. Uh, the Denver airport is wild. Mm-hmm. It is very large. Uh, there is a giant horse statue outside for no for no real discernible reason. Is that like the Broncos or something? Uh, dude, I don't know. It's a giant blue horse statue, and at night its eyes glow red. Okay, that's not cursed at all. No, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that like people get on the Denver 
uh, get go through Denver to go to Area 51. That there's like a hidden underground. I don't know. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories and shit about it, but mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know. It's very very big. And then I was charged over a hundred dollars to park for three days. That 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 sucks shit. Yeah, I was very upset about that. Very that upset sucks. about that because I went right on the website. It was like, oh, eleven plus one dollars a day. I was like, all right, I'll pay thirty forty bucks to park, and then mm-hmm. I get there like a hundred and something dollars, please. I'm like, well, I can't fight this. Like, yeah, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> Just leave your car on the side of the road? Yeah. So yeah, that's why that's why last episode was a little short. Um. Because I wanted to make sure that I had enough time to edit and whatnot. Mm. Also, did you hear that um, Adult Swim just greenlit three movies? No, I didn't hear anything about it. Another Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Hmm. Which Aqua Teen is like the show that will not die for them. It, it goes away and then I've comes never, back. To, I've you've never, never seen, seen Aqua Teen? Oh my god, dude. It's so funny. It's so good. Uh, that Metalocalypse got greenlit for a movie, which they never concluded the story. And Brendan Small, did you ever see Home Movies? Mm, I don't think I have. Home Movies is a brilliant show. Uh, Home Movies, the guy who made Home Movies made Metalocalypse. That got greenlit. And now, uh, Venture Bros. Hmm. Which, good shit, because when AT&T bought out bought out whatever company owns Adult Swim, uh, they canceled Venture Brothers. They're like, we're not bringing it back. So and that now, sucks because Venture Brothers was pretty cool. Yeah, and now we're going to get like a conclusion to the story and whatnot. Yeah, that was cool. actually around the time where like AT&T Lily was popping off. Where like everyone was making jokes. And I was like, that's why AT&T canceled Venture Brothers. Because you people couldn't leave AT&T. Lily alone. Yeah, because you couldn't stop talking about her big mommy milkers. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, I saw. I meant to say this before. I saw Papa. I saw Papa in the flesh. You I saw, saw Papa in the flesh. I saw my beautiful boys, beautiful photogenic Ooh. flesh. We sat on his. Did porch you kiss for- him on the forehead like an Italian grandma? No, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't invade Kyle's personal space like that. What are you nuts? We sat. We sat on his porch. We talked about the old times. We talked about videos, James. It was a time. <laughs> He's a good boy, that Kyle. He is a good boy. You want to get into this lore? I'd love to. Two weeks in a row? I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. <laughs> is that water? Yeah, this is water. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, bro, you're hitting the vodka? No, no. Um, this is from when you were here. When you, oh, really? when you helped me move in and we went to Costco and I was like, let's get a, let's get a nice white to go with the pasta or whatever mm-hmm. I said or the chicken or what have you. White wine goes with chicken, right? Yeah, generally. I had a Zinfandel when I was home. I hate wine. I love wine. I want juice. All right. So <laughs> yeah, this show is. Dependent on some very kind folks. And those are our patrons. And viewers and like you. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> so what I have to say is thank you to our patrons and thank you to our supporters. Specifically, we've got some names to talk about. We're 
work kicking ass and taking names and then saying them on the show. So you pr- first, you proud of that? Hold on, hold on. You proud of that one? No, I'm so fucking tired. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, first all up right. is Noah. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. Then we have Danny. Thank you, Danny. Then Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. We have Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. And Girth Brooks. Thank you, Girth Brooks. Well, thank you, folks. You really make this program possible. What's your favorite PBS show? Um, uh, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Is that okay. on PBS? That's valid. Okay. Yeah. Between um, the Lion Slaps? Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Sesame Street Slaps? Oh, that was PBS? Yeah. Um, What else was on PBS? Zabumafu? Zabumafu was great. That's actually my favorite. Yeah. The Big Comfy Couch was PBS, wasn't it? Oh my god, I think it was. If it wasn't, it was Disney. That was my sister's favorite. Is it because of the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember Out of the Box? Out of the, the box. box. Out of the Box. Out of the box. <laughs> this box long. I fucked that one up. This one is long and wide. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> you ever, if oh, you want to. What's, what's the one that with the hands? Was it like Oogie or something? Dog. Fuck it. The Muppets is all hands. No, not the Muppets. That was different. Um, it was. Um... PBS Hand Show? Show you some hands. What are you it talking was about? Ubi. What is Ubi? It was incredible. Are you on the drugs? I no. do not remember the Ubi. Are you putting it in host? Yeah. Oh shit! It was awesome. Actually, there's a, a Defunct Land video about this. Hey, this is for and Noggin. It, it, this isn't for PBS though. Oh, uh, wasn't. Oh, but I I still did. I still remembered it. As the defunct land video on Zabumafu and Bear in the Big Blue House makes me ball like a bitch. I know. Oh my god. God, can we talk to Kevin Perger? I would love to talk to Kevin Perger. I would Perger. love to have Kevin Perger on the show. Dude, I That'd was crying. So I was crying watching the, the Toys R Us in, in Times Square video. Oh, the one where they talked about the like uh, destruction of it? The Ferris wheel and just Toys R Us as a brick. I, I I went there for my like I went there so many times. I went there for like my eighth birthday. My I used to like, go there every year. Every time that my uh we'd go to, to the city, we'd just go to go. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, dude. We went to see like the big Legos and the dinosaur and shit. It was so cool. The dinosaur. Damn, Kate. Damn. Alright, so this week's lore. Um, so I said last time we weren't going to be doing it off the wiki, just straight wiki. Um, but since I went away for the weekend, I did have a chance to go grocery shopping over the weekend, and I had to do that today. And the funny thing about grocery shopping is sometimes after you buy groceries, you then have to cook with them. So, schedule got oofed up. Yeah, because I'm bad at time management. Uh, so that being said to the wiki we go I thought all of thought all of gave me the idea why not just do it on fallout shelter 
And at first I was hesitant because I didn't want to yell and bitch and moan about how China got the better ver- – China. 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 The you country – to say or else we're not going to be put in China. We're, we can't – if this is going in U- on YouTube, this won't be because they don't have – Oh, yeah. They don't have YouTube. Yeah. Um, China has the better version of Fallout Shelter called Fallout Shelter Online. But like after Fallout 3, Chinese communists be- kind of became like the bad guys for the series. Mm-hmm. And like I get the whole like, oh, Fallout is slowly becoming what it originally mocked by having the Vault Boy be on everything. And right, them yeah. selling crazy merch that's really expensive, but like it's so expensive. Why is it so expensive? So it's it's either dumb cheap, and then they hit you with like like a twenty dollar item with like fifteen dollars shipping, or mm-hmm. a two hundred and seventy six dollar leather coat that looks like an IKEA bag. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I just think it's a little tone deaf that China got the best version of Fallout Shelter and we didn't get any sort of an upgrade or even an option to to have something different. Um mm-hmm. you can like you can like crack get a cracked version of Fallout Shelter online, but uh, I don't know how to read Mandarin. I don't I don't and I don't really feel the need to play it. No, I do I mean I do just for the the different art. Like when we did the episode on Magnolia that's the only one that's coming into my memory right now. I used Fallout Shelter Online art of Magnolia for that episode. For the video, yeah. So, like, there's better art. There's a better combat system in, in Fallout Shelter Online. And I, I I don't want to just bitch and moan about how we got, we got screwed on this. But, like, we got screwed on this. So, you ready? This is – this is uh. – this is why democracy fails. <laughs> so there, and the, the reason why we're doing this is kind of because I'm never honestly probably going to touch on this as a lore topic. So we're not so much doing the lore of of what's in the game because it's kind of just a Fallout game with like generic lore that is kind of every that kind of everybody knows. It's kind of the lore yeah. of the game itself because there's a few it's things in here. a little bit of here. kitchen sink of Fallout. For an iPhone game, yeah, there, there, there's some things here um, that are that are, are are interesting, like the development of it. Like John Carmack shows up, and Fallout Shelter is a free-to-play installment of the Fallout series for iOS, Android, Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, and Tesla Arcade. <laughs> okay, Which, did you watch the SNL with Elon? It was cringe. Did you watch it though? Or are you I saw just it, yeah. or are you just regurgitating what everyone else said? You actually watched it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched the like cut the I watched the clip on Twitter. Uh it's on Tesla and this was announced at Bethesda's E3 2015 press conference on June 14th, 2015. I know where I was during that press conference. Do you remember? Mhm. No, oh, you, you would like me to elaborate? Yeah. Um, we were together. It was um yes. was that when we were at school or in the Taco Bell parking lot? I, they all the years blend together. No, we were we were we were at your house watching it. Okay. A, a lot of them blended together. I know one of them we were at like when the Fallout 4 trailer dropped, we were at we school. We were at school. That uh, yeah, that but this is the the um 
this was the press conference. Dude, I remember watching that press conference. It was 30 minutes. It was the back end of their press conference. Mm-hmm. I would like wake up and turn that on and like watch it when I went to bed. I was so Just excited to like, catch a glimpse. For. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so the game was released on the iOS app the same day after the conference ended. The game allowed players to create their own vault and thereby become an overseer of its inhabitants. It's the seventh overall game to take place in the Fallout universe. And it is not considered canon by fallout.fandom.com where I get all of my lore. But Bethesda has not made any statements as to if it is canon or not. It shouldn't be because you can make vaults that go higher than 123. But I think that's a little bit of a nitpick. I don't. That's why I made my vault 124. Because I could do whatever experiment I wanted. I had everyone in my vault named Gary. Really? Just everyone? Everybody came in. Who are you? Gary 15. Gary 99. Gary 664. It was announced at QuakeCon... 2015 that the Android version would be released on August 13th of 2015. It featured new game updates and it included the Mr. Handy robot as an all-new premium reward. Mr. Handy can collect resources, be sent into the wasteland to collect loot, and even serve as a defender of the vault against creatures and disasters, disasters, including the new Deathclaw and Mole Rat infestation. The game was available for the PC... On July 14th of 2016, and it first required the Bethesda.net launcher. The game was also made available for the Xbox One in February of 2017 with cross-platform capability between Windows 10 and the One. The biggest new feature for the game was the introduction, introduction, I almost said, the introduction of achievements, which can be obtained through completing the requirements for the achievement. Way to use the word in the definition. The game was awarded 2016, the 2016 Dice Mobile Game of the Year and was nominated for the 2016 Dice Strategy Stim- Simulation Game of the Year. The game was nominated for the 2015 Best of E3 Handheld Mobile Game as well as nominated for the 2016 NAV GTR NAV GTR award for best game simulation. The game was released on Steam in March of 2017 with the same achievements as the ones that could be found on the Xbox. Fallout Shelter has surpassed 100 million users across phones, tablets, PC, X, and Xbox One on September 14th of 2017. That does not even take into consideration the Switch or the PS4. That is wild. Todd Howard announced at E3 June 2010 of 2018 that the game had been released, had just been released for the PS4 and Nintendo Switch, making it available to all of the major consoles. As of June 2019, the game has grossed over a hundred million dollars in revenue. A hundred million dollars in revenue. It's a lot of fucking Jesus. money. On June 11th, 2018, Fallout Shelter was released on the PS4 and the Switch. And on May 20th of 2020, Fallout Shelter was released on Tesla's in-car entertainment system. Now. And that's wild to me. That's wild. That you could play it in a Tesla? That you can play it on a car. Don't you have to just drive that thing? What are you going to do? What? Well, I mean, yeah, but like you can park it. And I don't know how the auto drive feature works. So that you can play Fallout? On the side of the road? <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> I, 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 this is wild that this like even exists and that you could play video games in a Tesla like built in. Like, when is it going to get to the point where you can just play yeah. San Andreas on your Tesla? <laughs> I also want to point out that like when this game came out, they said you you don't have to pay to win for this one. And you don't really. There's like loot boxes really. in it, but you get loot boxes through doing things in it. It's kind of the way Overwatch is set up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's only cosmetics. I mean, you do get you do get people that like are in the vault. Like I, mean, I know you can get Moira Brown. You can get Three Dog. You can get Preston Gar. Preston Garvey was given out free, or Piper was given out free for a while. Um. Which is cool that there's like people from the series that yeah, show that is up. Kind of cool, but like as far as I know, you don't have to pay a dime. I think I might have bought something once in it just to do it. So early development. This is what I thought was crazy when I read this. According to the lead developer Todd Howard, several early designs have been pitched and rejected. On November fifth of two thousand nine, John Carmack of id Software said that while it was nothing official yet, he had an internal proof of concept made for a Fallout iPhone game. Both Carmack and Todd Howard are fans of the platform and any iPhone-based game on Bethesda's IP will likely be made as a joint project between it and Bethesda. Carmack said that he would like he would likely be personally involved in making the game, although currently he has too over he is too overloaded uh, with work on other games, at the very least, I'm going to provide code, he had said. During the development of the game, it was codenamed Underground. A little uh, a little on the nose, if you ask me. Bethesda yeah, right. dir- yeah, d- <laughs> directed the design, mechanics, and look and feel of the game. Whilst Behavior Initiative, a studio based in Montreal, was responsible for the implication. Nope, that's the wrong word. Im- implementation. Implementation. The game so was. They a- did the bulk of the work. Ah, good. The game was a surprise release, which we already said before, June 14th. I remember being incredibly upset that I couldn't play it because I had an Android. I think one of the guys that was with us downloaded it like on the spot. And I think you downloaded it on like a tablet. Oh, yeah. I think it was on, like, someone's iPad. Something like In 2018, Bethesda Softworks sued Behavior Interactive and Warner Brothers for copyright infringement and breach of contract, claiming that Warner Brothers had released a similar Westworld. I remember this. Yeah, it, it looked exactly like it. A it Westworld game. themed game based on the pre-release Fallout Shelter code. This copyright infringement included the release of Westworld product uh, expressing bugs that were removed prior to Shelter's release to cite similarities in mechanics, animation, and user design. It's a one-for-one. One. It was a one-for-one. One. It yeah, was and bugs that were in Fallout Shelter were also in that one, so yeah. it, was, it was reused code with different skin. Yeah. I mean, Bethesda likes to sue people. They they tried suing Notch over the, the name Scrolls. I don't know if anybody remembers yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember um, that. But like, still, that was that was a blatant ripoff. Mm-hmm. So here's where I get upset. In 2019, Bethesda announced plans for a Fallout Shelter Online, which went on a beta testing period limited only to China. 
The game released further outside China to other Asian and Oce- Oceanic nations in 2020. The game is fairly similar to the original Fallout Shelter with several different design aspects and is an entirely new online way of playing Fallout Shelter. I want it in America. I will play it for two weeks and then forget it exists, but I want it. Mm-hmm. Fallout Shelter is a simulation game in which the player runs a vault tech corporation vault as an overseer. As the overseer, one controls the vault's functions, including power, food, and water, and a number of vault dwellers. Uh, to advance through the simulation, one needs to increase the size of the vault by adding and upgrading new rooms, each with their own function and then adding dwellers to run each room. Each room, uh, this is just real quick, uh, there's 23 mm-hmm. buildable rooms within Fall Shelter, and each one is unlocked by increasing the number of dwellers. All rooms can have a limited number of dwellers assigned to it, and each production room requires at least one dweller. Uh, each room requires a, sp- a specific special skill to run it at maximum efficiency. With production rooms such as Power Generator, it will produce and hold more power when upgraded, but it'll take longer to produce unless more efficient dwellers are assigned there. I actually had a build going for a while where I had um, seven different people going in, and I had them good in every stat. Really? Like I had the training rooms and I wanted it that they would be mm-hmm. I would just switch them out when they when they graduated or whatever. And <laughs> the goal was to have them be good in every single stat so then I can have them breed. To just be perfect at everything. Kind of. Because if, if you set them to breed, then the kids would inherit all the good stats. Or at least some of the good stats. Like if everything's and just at train a, the ones that aren't good. Yeah. So if everything's at like an eight and I say, Alright, go make a kid and uh they they make a kid and the kid comes out at like six six four six seven six five. I'm like, all right, cool, you can go work wherever. Yeah, like that's good enough. Yeah. Vault dwellers are an essential part of the game and are required for operating production rooms. To increase the vault dweller population, one can wait. For them to show up at random, mate two dwellers, or get them from lunch boxes, or produce a radio station. Radio stations will call in other people more frequently, uh, and you can get some of the special ones, I believe, from that. Mm-hmm. Each dweller will spawn with only a jumpsuit and their fist as weapons. Basic dwellers start at level one and can be upgraded all the way to level fifty. Uh, working, they can work. They can work and prevent hazards and scavenging out in the wastes. Whenever a dweller levels up, a number of caps are gained equal to that new level. A dweller will have its own individual special attributes and are most commonly set in between one and three. Special attributes can be boosted with certain classrooms and armories. Vault dwellers can also be acquired with additional skills, attributes, and outfits, and weapons if acquired through lunchboxes exploring or exploring the wasteland. Many dwellers' weapons and uh, outfits and pets are featured from the Fallout games, most noticeably Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. I do not remember if there's anybody from New Vegas, if there's anybody from 1 or 2. I don't remember. Actually, I don't remember. You're right. Although I think there's Arcade Ganon. That, I feel like there has I think to that be. happens, yeah. There, there is some New Vegas characters, but it, it focuses on East Coast. This one I'm not going to read too much into, but Incest is not allowed as putting two dwellers in the, with the same surname in the living room. 
in the living room or any of its upgrades will trigger a conversation between the two characters citing nothing like hanging out at home with the family. (laughs) So you can change their last names, but they will not uh, get it on because of the incest code running in the background. There's a dude who has on his resume. There's a dude who has on his resume. I designed incest code. Hot. Incest code, baby. (laughs) You can set up 25 dwellers in into the waste to explore, to obtain extra armor, weapons, and caps. Dwellers will come across locations from Fallout 4, seen in the Explorer's update logs. Once a One can direct a dweller through a building to fight, explore, and collect items to bring back to the vault, which is actually kind of fun. Um, That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. After returning, one can collect all the things and discover... Discovered by the dweller in the wasteland, one can equip the, de- the dweller with stim packs and rat away... And one stock, and one stock at the start of the expiration. Also, a dweller, a dweller will eventually, eventually return to the vault if he's collected a hundred items. Lunch boxes are rewarded uh, upon completion of certain game objectives. You can also buy them. They're they're loot boxes. I'm not. Yeah, they're just loot boxes. I do want to click on legendary dwellers and maybe go through that a little bit later. Junk and recipes can be collected, so you can craft in this one. I don't like – I also I want to say real quick. I don't like how you can find monuments from Boston because then it implies that I'm only in Boston. It's cool, but it would also be cool mm-hmm. if I could see like Shady Sands. I know they're not going to do that, but like, you know. Because Bethesda hates the West Coast. Yep. Uh, junk and recipes can be collected from the wasteland or from lunchboxes. Which can be used for crafting weapons via the weapons workshop. Uh, by paying caps and junk, one can assemble items in the workshop. I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Occasionally in Fallout Shelter, a version of the mysterious stra- stranger jingle will play to signify that the mysterious stranger has appeared bow, somewhere in the bow, vault. Bow, 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 bow. Clicking on him within a short amount of time while he is visible. Uh, results in a random amount of caps being given to the player. The highest is 5,286. I wonder where that number comes from. It's probably some kind of coding number. Probably. Like, you know, you, you can't technically beat the Donkey Kong arcade machine because the code doesn't allow for the final screen to happen. Mm. Yeah. There's a little fun fact of the day that probably everybody knows because everybody saw King of Kong. I don't know about you, but I like calling Dankle Kangas. I like, I like Dankle Kangas. I think it's so funny. Uh, if the sound is on, the tone will increase in volume as the screen centers on the stranger. If during the jingle the player scr- scans across the vault, it is possible to home in on his location via sonar. I guess that's a feature. If the player zooms huh. all the way out, requires HD zoom out to be turned off. All dwellers, pets, and mysterious strangers will be in front of the walls and or objects, making it easier to find them. This quote comes from Joystick. Bethesda has designed iPhone versions of Fallout 3. I think the world of Fallout is unique enough that it could work on any platform. I think some of the things we do like that's – I think some of the things we do like that's – I think could translate to any other platform perfectly, The particularly the iPhone. We've looked into those things. We just haven't found the thing that supports the brand well. I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen one day. The iPhone version that we've designed and say 
eh, we don't think it's going to be that fun right now. There are there's a lot of them. So I'm guessing this is Todd mm. or somebody because it just says joystick. Let me right, just jump yeah, to, I don't know. Let me jump to this bad bitch real quick. Ha ha. Oh, this is taking me right to joystick, dude, on the Wayback Machine. This was written by Justin McElroy. Really? Yeah, dude, my favorite McElroy brother wrote this. Wait, Justin McElroy wrote this? Yeah. It did! What the fuck? That's crazy. Oh, in 2009. Huh, I didn't know he worked for Joystick. I thought he started uh He did a, a lot of freelance writing before Polygon. Really? What year did Polygon start? Uh, it's been around for a while, but he came on at some point in the in the aughts, I think. Wow, dude. Juice wrote this. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I can't believe Juice wrote this. Damn. There's a bunch of stuff here. It was fun when it when it showed up. And it was fun while it lasted. I haven't played it in a very long time. Sometimes I accidentally open it and I go, shit, 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 because mm-hmm. I know it takes forever to close. Because you just don't want to be a part of that right now? No, not even that. It's I, I thought it was fun. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, fucking this game. And I get it. It's 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 a mobile game. It exists. Yeah. I don't hate it. It's, it's You know what I mean? It is what it is. <laughs> It's okay. It's not deep. I'm not going to find out it's, it's secrets. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But let's see some of these unique characters. Yeah, Abraham. Like, I think mobile games, for the most part, are just, like, fine. Yeah. It's all good. Don't worry. Yeah. I think it's okay for games to just be fine. Yeah, dude. I'm with you. Do you want to hear uh, Do you want to hear some of the legendary people that's in it? Yeah. I would, I would love to. Uh, it's all three. It's all three and four. I don't see a single New Vegas. And it's a short list. Ready? Yeah. Abraham Washington, Alistar Tenpenny, Amada, Bittercup, Butch, uh, Colonel Autumn, Confessor Cromwell, my guy. I had Dr. A lot of Lee, I remember. Yeah. Elder Lyons, Eulogy, Eulogy Jones, Jones, Harkness, James, the dad, Jericho, Lucas Sims, Hats McGee, Moira Brown, my girl, Mr. Burke, Old Longfellow, Piper, Preston, Sarah Lyons, Scribe Rothschild, Star Paladin Cross, and Three Dog Bow Wow. That's not that many. No, there's some quest like, characters. I, I know that I had most of them. Really? Yeah. I played put, for a pretty long time. Put more of them in. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Put people from New Vegas in. Put Tandy in. Oh, it doesn't make sense with the timeline. Like, they give a fuck about the timeline. Like they at this give point. a hot shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these quest people. There's also some other people that are legendary that are just further rare dwellers. Like a dude named uh, Hollywood Yell. You laugh. Hollywood, you laugh. Hey, would you laugh? That's a, that's awful. Hey, would that's, you laugh? That's fucking awful. But he gives you the comedian outfit. Oscar Blood gives you the horror fan outfit. These are just not well. Max Did write these? Yeah, that's about it. I can't believe Arcade Gannon isn't here. I could have swore he Me was. Me too. I could have swore he was too. I might have been thinking of James, just like the science outfit. Yeah. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's lore. I think that's all. Yeah. Vince. Yes. I'm exhausted. Me too. Do you see my 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 eyes? They're bloodshot. Have you tried cocaine? I haven't tried cocaine. Uh, Have I you ever seen Dewey Cox? No. No. Every no. time I hear somebody go cocaine, I think of Dewey Cox. That's a fantastic movie. Really? That's a fantastic movie. I just thought it was a funny way to say it. No, there's 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 like a there's a, a reoccurring joke about drugs. He's like, mm-hmm. Dewey, don't come in here. We're doing we're smoking reefers. He's like, oh. He's like, I don't want to get addicted. He goes, you can't get addicted. He's like, well, I wouldn't want to get a hangover. There's no hangover. And it goes through like this entire list. And he's like, I think I want to do, I think I want to smoke a little weed. And he's like, come in here. And then it happens again with cocaine. And then it happens, mm-hmm. I think, once with LSD. I think and, I've seen that scene. Yeah. And then the dude who's, they're, they're bitching about how Dewey became an awful person when he got into like drugs and money. Mm-hmm. And the same guy goes, and you never once paid for drugs. And then they complain about him again. He goes, and you never <laughs> once paid for drugs. <laughs> it's, dude, that movie, it takes itself so seriously. And it's so fucking silly. Like, um, there's a scene where he's playing music for like, for like the talent show. And it's supposed to be the fifties. And the other kids in his band are like 15 year olds that they hired to do the movie. But there's just John C. Riley being real tall. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's so funny Then he's like trying to like stand like during the civil rights movement. He's standing up for, I don't know, small people, midgets. Can we say midget? I don't think so. I, I don't know. They changed it in from midgets to, Tinks in uh, Borderlands, but I feel like Tink to, is just as what? offensive. Tinks. Because uh, okay. remember, it was like psycho midgets and loot midgets. Now it's like loot tank. Yeah. I don't know if midgets offensive or not. Hey, Olive, can I ask you a question? Of course. Um. Uh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You're gonna go. I'm gonna leave. Um. You got an outro. You, you got an outro. Why are you leaving? You got an outro. I've I've got an outro my yeah. se- by myself. Uh huh. You want me what, to get what it started? What if I don't remember everything? Well, then you're fucked, dude. Then then Kyle's gonna take your spot. This is life or death right oh, now. Shit, this it's is right for one fifty. Yeah. Oh gosh. What if I get replaced? I don't want to get replaced. It might happen. I already replaced myself. Might happen. <laughs> Come on, I thought that one was funny. Eh. Low hanging fruit. I guess. Shane Ivers? Yeah, sure. Yeah? Yeah. So we've we've got this guy and he's named Shane Ivers and we think he's a just a fine chap. He he is from the the Euro place. And he made our intro music and it's called Feather Duster. And yes. if you want to get it, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster fins. Yes. Is there anything that I'm forgetting? 
in the description below, you'll be able to find links to our Discord. Show up, hang out, talk a little bit. There's always something going on. There's links to my Twitter, Olive's Twitter, and the show's Twitter. And while you're down there, if you like supporting the show, you can find a link to our Patreon, which thank you again to our patrons. And thank to you so our much. Redbubble, where you can throw us a couple bucks by buying a shirt or a sticker or what have you with some logos that we've designed on there. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, please throw us a comment, rate us, thumb us up. We do share like with your to friends. see comments. We Put really like to see them. Put the playlist on and go to bed. Yeah, we need those hours. Yeah, but also, um, uh, yeah, comment something. Uh, if you can, you can download us anywhere that you can find yourself a podcast. This has been a Gulman Entertainment production. Mm-hmm. I feel like my stomach is about to erupt. Cool. Bye, and everybody. I, oh, bye, everybody. Oh, no, I, what are you going to say? I'm, I'm exhausted, and I'm going to say goodbye. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.